Hey you cool cats and welcome to Screen Out Loud. On this episode, Ben and Liam review The Muppets Most Wanted, discuss the BAFTA television nominations and review mobile game Papa Sangre. We then have a Game of Thrones hour-long special with special guest me, Rachel Watts. Okay, so the review this week is Muppets Most Wanted, directed by James Bobbin, starring Ricky Gervais, Tybo and Tina Fey. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I, I didn't. I'll be, I'll be honest, I, I was very disappointed. So um, it takes place uh, about 10 seconds after the last film finished. Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> not many films I can say yeah. that. Uh, so uh, the Muppets have now established themselves again as a, as a class theatre act. Uh, and the, the, in this movie, they go around the world touring. Uh, but Kermit has been kidnapped by his doppelganger who... Uh, Constantine. Yeah, his, doppel- his doppelganger, Constantine, who... Uh, the world's most dangerous frog. The, yes, the world's most dangerous frog, apparently, who uh, kind of manipulates the Muppets into going into all these places so he can steal jewels, eventually leading to him stealing the crown jewels yes. or something. Yes, it's yes. genius. Yeah, but Kermit gets put in a, in a Russian gulag. Yes. Anyway, so... <laughs> it's very clever. As It's not. As madcap as that plot is, um, yeah, I, I just... I, I'm utterly disappointed by it. It wasn't as good as the first film. It's not. It's, it's but not it was good. good. Okay. Okay. So tell me, what, what did you like about it? Um, it's just I've been a fan of the Muppets for a long time, yeah. and it may be it may be that I'm a little bit older. I was around. I was like, I watched a Muppets show. Um, <laughs> I watched all. I've watched all the films. I'm a real yeah. Big, Even Muppets from Space. I have watched Muppets from Space. Uh, I went to the cinema to see Muppets from Space. That's impressive. I didn't, get, I didn't do that. <laughs> Um, well, that, well, that one wasn't I great am. either. But it, I, oh. I know I love the Muppets, and the reason why the first movie was so good is because it taps into that nostalgic feeling of, oh, yeah. we've missed these characters, and it was so heartfelt and it was so well done by yeah. uh, Jason Segel in particular, who you know wrote the script and yeah. had such a hand in making that film and bringing it. To it the was screen. clearly aimed at people who were fans of, of the, Muppets the Muppets when it was which, around. Yeah, the dig. which is what I think this film lacks. It's the heart and the, the nostalgia factor of the first film. Yeah, most definitely. This is a film more aimed at any audience now, children especially, just to give yeah. them a bit of a fun plot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's that thing where they think, oh, okay, so we've, established, we've re-established the Muppets, now we can just do, in this case, the, the Caper movie. Yeah. But I just, you know what, the, the songs this time, despite being written by the same person, one half of Flight of the Concords, Brett McKenzie, who, uh, who did do the songs in the first film, but this time, I, I, I think they, they I think they do lack something. Yeah, I, I still enjoyed some of the songs, but yeah. they definitely weren't as catchy. No, or I, as, feel, yeah. I find they were kind of bland and interesting. The, the only one I liked is, is, you know, the we're doing a sequel. We're doing a sequel. <laughs> exactly, that's the only one that's any good. Um, yeah, I just think I, I, there's just something about it, just an aura about it, which isn't, which isn't great. I think the, the uh, losing of the nostalgia-induced mm. plot Took a lot, took away a lot from it. Yeah, and I think it set up the audience. The first film, the audience was clearly children could watch it, but it was aimed more at fans of the original Muppets. Exactly. Yeah, and so it was so so funny and it was so clever because it was an incredibly meta movie. Yeah, that didn't take itself too seriously and was able to to undermine its own existence essentially. And And that's what I really liked about it. Yeah, I think that's what became problematic of the sequel. Now you had the. The same audience, myself, expected it to be aimed at me again. Yeah, but it clearly it's now it's just not. Yeah, no. I mean, there are there are some good things and there are some good gags and there are some interesting cameos. That's I say interesting tons. because some of them are, are are relatively unknown. Yes, you know, I 
I yeah. don't know. I, I mean, just, it's, I think it's a bit of a shame when they uh, waste good cameos yeah. parts on people who the audience are sitting there going, I vaguely recognise him. You know, yeah. Go, you I think know. the best one was um, the prison scene. So, spoiler, yeah. Kermit's out of prison and there's a prisoner <laughs> who's kept in a maximum security cell where you can't see inside of it, but you hear him talk. And at the end, they reveal who it is. And yeah. it okay, was... Okay. Oh, no, I'll tell you what, we, we won't reveal who it is, just oh, in case right, okay. anyone is interested. But, um, yeah, so the reveal happens, and I, and I went, who's that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did as well. But, you know, some of, the, some, of the, some of the cameos are interesting. But then they've got other cameos where they could have put them in that box, and people would have recognised them. So they had yeah. the likes of James McAvoy, Danny Trejo, um, Chloe Grace Morta. I think, uh, I think Chloe Grace uh, Moretz's, right. with, yeah. with a role in Kick-Ass, she'd have been perfect for, like, a maximum security Exactly, it would, have, it would have been funny, but... You know, and that there is a fine line as well because there are actors in this who, who are t- who are cameos. You know, <laughs> you know as as much as you can call them that, but they're in a lot of the movie, and so there's a fine line between cameo, extended cameo, and actual part in the film. Yeah, indeed. So you know, and I think they really need to clear that up. Um, that said, I'd, I'd be happy to see another Muppets movie. I just I just want it to have the same feel, the same tone, the same ideas that the first one did. Yeah, I'd recommend it to children, but for adults that aren't fans of the Muppets, it doesn't offer anything. Yeah. To find out more about the film 118 Lenses, visit our Twitter at HSS Forge. All right, so this week you're going to be telling me about the BAFTA TV Award nominations. Yeah, yeah, the nominations are in. There are some notable absences. Most prominently for me, uh, David Tennant from Broadchurch and Matt Smith from Doctor Who are yes. not on the leading actor nominations list. No. no. Um, uh, it's it's bad, like, yeah. being being a journalist, that I don't know a lot of these TV programmes. I'm not familiar with them at yeah. all. Yeah, well, a lot of these programmes are, are the, the kind of BBC4 high-end dramas. Right, OK. Um, you know, particularly in the... Like, you know, an older audience. And so, okay. you know, uh, Matt Smith for Doctor Who maybe doesn't belong on this list, you know, if that's what they're going for. But, okay, so let's read for the nominations for leading actor. Jamie Dorn for The Fall, for The Fall, sorry. Uh, Sean Harris for Southcliffe. Luke Newberryan for In the Flesh. And Dominic West for Burton and Taylor. You know, of this list of, of nominees, if this is my choice, then I'd say Luke Newberryan for In the Flesh because uh, it was a relatively uh, original zombie drama on BBC Three and... You know, I think the acting in that was just incredible. Leading actress, however, Olivia Coleman does show up for for Broadchurch, who utterly deserves for for the win on that one. Um, supporting actor David Bradley for Broadchurch, Jeremy Flynn for Ripper Street, uh, Nico Marilego, Matt Miralegro, Miralegro for The Village, Roy Kinnear for Southcliff. Southcliff has actually got quite a few nominations on this, but so you see what I mean? There are, there are notable absences, but. I, Again, as with all, uh, you know, award ceremonies, you can't you can't honour everything. Yes, I just wish that these lists were not so, you know, high end adult period dramas. Yes. and I know, and I wish they would they would allow for more uh, mainstream TV shows. Because Matt Smith, you know, say what you want about the his exit from Doctor Who, he did it phenomenally. 
Yeah, and, and if, it was absolutely even fantastic. if you're not a fan of Matt Smith as Doctor Who, you can appreciate yeah. the acting that went into playing mm. the role and changing yeah. the character of the Doctor from exactly. David Tennant's uh, Exactly, you know, he did such a good job, and you know his last episode was was incredibly heartfelt and incredibly well acted. Yeah, so I, you know, all all I really have to say about this is you know there are some interesting choices here, but not necessarily what I wanted. Yeah? Yeah. You know, just a single bachelor looking for company. If you want to learn more about our film Pigeons, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash pigeons film. So you have a game for me to try out. Yeah, I want to say a bit different this week. I want to talk about the game at hand. And then yes. because it's such a unique game, I'd like to pause this discussion and for you to play it just to play half an hour of it because that's what we need to do to understand how it works i've heard it's pretty scary i'm a bit i I am a bit worried about what's going to happen it's a really impressive game yeah okay so okay so what's it called it's called papa sangre 2 odd name but okay and it's a standalone (laughs) a standalone sequel i never i've never heard of it until um until the other day i was listening to a podcast and they mentioned it and said that that it's absolutely brilliant and it's uh something that you must experience if you're a gamer and um, so my interest was peaked straight away. Yeah. Um, I've got it for the iPad. Um, it's available on iPhone, and I believe it's available on Android devices as well. Yeah. So it's a mobile game. Yes. Um, yeah. So so tell me tell me tell me what you do. Okay. Please. It's before really I have hard to, do to describe. It. There is no there's no <laughs> visuals. You okay? As right. Sean Bean for a start. Oh, brilliant. Okay. His voice is reassuring. Yeah. So <laughs> the game opens and tells that you're dead. Everything around you is not real. The iPad you're holding. That's not real either. And it's really interesting, really sinister. Okay. And he says, he says you can't trust what your eyes are telling you. And so he asks you to stand up and close your eyes and just listen and use your ears to be your guide. Right. And it's really interesting. And so he'll be walking around you and you'll hear him, you'll hear him as in your right ear. So, the, so they're using the, the full periphery of, oh, your, of your sound the from audio, left to right. Yeah. The audio of this game is phenomenal. And yeah. it, it's been so well done. And it makes me... It makes me really chuffed that in an age of Oculus and things like that, that this game has come about. Because mm. Oculus, if you get a bad glitch in Oculus or some bad graphics or even good graphics, even good graphics can remind you you're still in a game. Yeah, it pulls you out of it. Whereas yeah. this is, because it's so audio based. Yes. And it's it's a game, but it's not using the traditional uh, kind of apparatus of a game. No, you picture everything in your head that he's telling you and you just hear noises and yeah. it's so well done and you get so immersed into it so quickly. So I played it last night for an hour and I followed followed Sean Bean's beautiful <laughs> voice, stood, stood up in a room, turned all the lights off, closed my eyes yeah, and you get immersed into it so quickly. You forget that you're holding an iPad, forget you've got headphones on and you're just immersed. And it's just... It's really difficult to describe. I've never had to review a game like this before. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> see, the game, I enjoyed playing it. I'm not sure if I'd play it again once I'd played it the first time. Right. But but, you, but it only cost d- £3. And it's something that if you're going to pay for, if you know, think of gravity in a cinema. And people mm. said you need to pay to go and experience it. It's something you should experience in a cinema. This is the same. It's something that as a gamer, you should be experiencing. And so for £3, even if the game is only an hour and a half long, you should experience it. Okay, great. So, hang on. So, m- once you've played through it, the the game doesn't change. No. What Sean Bean is telling you doesn't change at all. 
No, once you've played no. through it, you play it from start to finish, and that's it. You can play it again and try and get new achievements, but the game is going to be the same. New achievements. Okay, I, I need to experience this to, to fully understand what you're going okay, on about. Okay, let's stop here. Come and play <laughs> it, and then we'll God. we'll come back. Okay. Okay, we're back, and you didn't realise that you were playing that for half an hour. You thought no, that I was got a lot shorter. Fully immersed into it. I thought I was only playing for about 10, 15 minutes. Um, definitely worth a go. A very interesting game. Very um, interesting. Very creepy as well. And uh, one thing that we didn't really talk about earlier was although we talked about the, the style of the game, and it is it is a very interesting idea, but there's a good narrative there as well. Oh, yeah. And there's a there's a mystery behind it. Yeah. Um, I, so, I so, don't want to say too much before you played it. Yeah, so essentially... But essentially, uh, you know, Sean Bean's voice tells you that you're dead and then he has a mission for you in order for you to get back home. Yeah. Um, and the, your task is to steal memories. Yes. Let's just say that. That's the basic plot outline. Um, I didn't get to the ending because I, I kept failing and having to retry uh, different bits of the game. But... Um, you know, I, I I think there's a twist at the end, which will be... I'm expecting a twist. I haven't got to the end yet. I no, played it for an hour last night yeah. and f- kept failing at a certain level. Yeah, but it is it is, it is is incredibly well made. And it is, uh, on a sound design level, one of the most interesting games that I've ever listened to. Yeah. Because you, know, you have these 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 mind lice uh, scuttling around from left to right and you have to sort of evade them and go around them and you can hear them on the periphery of your mind. And when you turn as well, there's an interesting thing at the beginning where uh, Sean's, uh, Sean Bean's voice says something about a, a gramophone. Yes. And the the more you turn around, the further away it sounds. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's really interesting. Yeah. It's a really good concept. It's a fantastic concept. Mm. And it's thrown a lot of game reviewers off off their ball a bit because they one of the mm. big aspects of games is obviously the graphics and talking about the visuals and what you can see. And Sunday Game Reviewers this are at is all about what you can hear. Is, uh, yeah. Exactly. This is an audio experience, but it's it's one which is definitely worth a try. I'm not sure how, because uh, I was playing it on your iPad. Yes. I'm not sure how it would fare on an iPhone. Or, I, I think I'd prefer it on an iPhone just because it would feel a lot easier, to a hold. lot lighter. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that, but I, um, as opposed to where the, the feet and the hands bones are, I suppose you'd have, because on, on the iPad, uh, the, the feet are the bottom corners. Yes. The hands are the top corners. I suppose on an iPhone, they may be all laid out in a line. No, it's the same on the iPad. Is it? Yeah, it's essentially a smaller, it's, yeah, wow. it's more or less a direct port, just smaller. Okay. But it's, you know, again, if, even if you do have one of those devices, give it a go, because it is incredibly It's something that you need to experience. Yeah. And um, I think it's set the bar pretty high for... Uh, non-visual experiences or, you know, for, for alternative experiences within gaming. Yeah. And I think this this is going to be the first stepping stone on, you know, a very interesting pathway. Yeah. And there's a big argument at the moment for mobile gaming and saying, well, mm. it's not really gaming. It's game. No. They're all games that sort of are turn-based and require over time. It's yeah. Games similar to Farmville. Yeah. Um, or basically games which require you to, you know, download it for free and then pay... Yeah. Every, every time for in-app purchases. Oh, you, we, can, we can give you the basic software for free, but if you want to do anything within the game of any interest, yeah. uh, you need to pay us yeah. per, per item. That's Whereas right. this is like, you know, you pay £3 for the entirety of the game. It's a, it's a narrative which I, I'm guessing will take you about an hour to complete. I'm assuming it takes somewhere between an hour and an hour and a half. Yeah. And um, what I find brilliant with this game is that there's an argument for it's not a mobile game. It's not something that you'd play while you're out and about in the day or just on the bus. It's something that you need to be... Well, I've just shut you in there. In, yeah, in, sure. In, and turn the in a off. room and turn the lights <laughs> off and maybe play. I will say this. Um, obviously, you're, you're told to close your eyes. Yeah. 
um, the temptation is there to open them and to kind of because you, you do lose your footing a bit. And I found myself the more I got immersed in the game, not simply just turning my body um, like you're supposed to, to to sort of make the character turn, but almost moving my feet as well. Yes. And like moving your body, like when you when you press the feet buttons to make yourself move forward within the game, you're almost like acting it out as well. And it seems really stupid, but it's incredibly interesting it's very it's clever you do forget that you've got headphones on and that you're yeah. holding an ipad but i would say like if you're gonna like uh if you if you can get a hold of something you know a small piece of fabric blindfold yourself yeah because it will remove the temptation to open your eyes altogether. you can play it in the dark obviously and have yeah. your eyes open to look at the screen but you get a mask a lot quicker with your eyes closed and you imagine the the things around you that you can hear a lot quicker as well yeah and the you know the controls are easy to find and and there's a there's a there's a couple of slides where where it says, oh, do you want to continue to the next level? But the button is in the same place as the feet, so you don't even have to open your eyes for that. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what? Well worth a go. Yeah. Well interesting. Freaked me out, but well well worth it. We need something to advertise BA Film and Fam. A man with an explosion behind him. No, something romantic. A beautiful woman on a beach. You came. Of course I came. I love you. No, something intellectual. A metaphor of us discussing how to advertise a BA from a filmer. Ah, that's too cliche. With us this week, we have documentarian and contender for the Iron Throne, Rachel Watts. Hi, hey Rachel. Hey, guys. Big yeah. fan of the show. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, we're going to try and recap season three of Game of Thrones before talking about the fourth episode. Yeah, the point of this being is that us three are all big fans of the show, but even we're struggling to keep track of I who is who, what's going on what where. Happened. Or watching the first episode of season four. We're not going to say anything about season four until later, so you're still good to listen. There's no spoilers. But in between each advert break, I was having to like sit there with my parents and try and recap. Yeah. Okay, mm, what, yeah. why is this person there again? What's Characters. going on? Characters. Especially Who's now... that? What's their name? Exactly, oh. but in some, some circumstances, they've had to change the actor. Dario Leonardes. <laughs> yeah, he's changed. Did he change? I didn't, even, I didn't even notice. I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, he's changed. Dario Nahara. He's not the same man he was before. No. What's his actual name? He's not, because he's not Dario Leonardes. Naharas. Naharas. So yeah. it is, okay, it is very close. Yeah. I still have a suspicion. Okay. <laughs> you can see it in his eyes. He's not who he used to be. He's changed. Okay. But, um, yeah, so season three started. Yeah. With mm. Jon Snow mm. up north. What was he doing? He was, he was north he of was the wall. He was, he was heading towards Mance Raider because he'd obviously been captured by wildlings. Yeah, season... Um, right. Yeah. Season two finished with all the walkers walking towards the walls. So you had yeah. the... Uh, you had the um, debate of the supernatural element in Game of Thrones. Yeah, that was cool. Mm. And then you had people saying the walkers do exist, they don't exist. And then season two ended with Sam sitting by a rock and all the walkers walking towards yeah. the kingdoms. I can't wait for that battle to happen. Mm. Yeah, I'm so ready for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so John's north of the wall, heading towards Mance Raider. Uh, where's everyone else? How's Stark? Uh, are they right. all, they're all alive, aren't they? They're yeah. still, they're still going. <laughs> Minus Ned. Big, spoil, oh, big spoiler, Sean Bean <laughs> dies. Oh, oh no. <laughs> like he does in everything else. Um, yeah, so obviously Rob and Caitlin. Rob is, is the is king of the north. Is he supposed to get married? Yeah. Or is that later on? He's Well, obviously he's met, he's met this woman which he falls in love with. Yeah, the nurse. Um, the nurse, yeah, because he was supposed to marry one of Walter Frey's daughters. Yeah, that's and right. And obviously okay. this comes back to bite him in the ass because uh, Walter Frey sells him out to the Lannisters uh, and kills them all at the, at the Red oh, Wedding. Oh, yeah. Hence... The title, yeah. Red Wedding. Hang on, <laughs> we're, we've got way too many episodes into season three. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, but we're... We're just trying mind. to sort out... What so happened? We're so, at the beginning of season three, 
Rob is the king of the north. He's been heralded as the king of the north. And they are heading south with an army to defeat the Lannisters. Yeah. And to overthrow them. They're going to have a face-off. Yeah. That's essentially his plan. Right. And then most of, season, most of season three is them travelling south and defeating the Lannisters. Do they have Jamie at this point as well? Or is that way later on? No, I think they have captured Jamie. Jamie's captured. I'm pretty sure for all of season three, yeah, Jamie, he's just Jamie like was captured. lounging around in the mud. Yeah, yeah. Early in season three, I believe we'll check all of this. I believe that he tries <laughs> to escape several times, and in the end, Catherine says to Jamie, um, says to uh, Brienne. Yeah, to Brienne. Because basically, um, Caitlin and Rob think that the Lannisters still have both of their daughters. Yeah, Sansa and Arya. And us as the audience know that Arya is not part of them, um, not at King's Landing. But exactly, Sansa. but nobody knows yeah, that. Yeah, she's, she's way off, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so in order to, to get the, the daughters back, she makes a trade with Brienne to take Jamie to King's Landing and to return Sansa and Arya to yeah. their mother. Oh, okay. That's right. right. Um, <laughs> I think that's right. I think yeah. that sounds okay. right. I think yeah. the best way to discuss this is to do a couple of characters at a time and where okay. they go from the start of the season by the end of it. So, yeah, yeah. Brienne and okay, Jamie's right, story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so they come across bandit like they're bandits, aren't they? they yeah, and then Brianne's all like, whoa, 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 cutting heads <laughs> left and right. And Jamie's like, Wow, this You're pretty good at that. This lady. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and they, they form BFFs, a bond. BFFs, yeah, BFFs for life. Yeah. By the end of the season they, they definitely uh there's definitely a hint of something going on there. I don't know, yeah. I think they might just be really good mates because Jamie's all friends. like Hey, uh, I'm not really into. I'm into more siblings, <laughs> so not really my type. Um, if, we, if we shared some blood, maybe, but yeah, you know. you know. but there's the awkward things of like at the beginning of season. No, okay, we're not going to talk about season four yet. No, no, um, no, no, no. But Jamie uh, on their travels with Brienne, Jamie gets his hand chopped off. His right, his yeah. sword oh, hand. Yeah, and that was Definitely. like what? That was that was like wow. That was that was very early on in season three. I remember was yeah. episode three. I think. Let's see if I can. Okay, uh, that's episode three. Episode yeah. three. Yay, got it right. At I the got, end of it, uh, um, remembered completely. Yeah, B- Brienne is about to be raped by the people who have captured yeah. them. Yeah, and both. then he kind of he smart steps, Alex's he steps way in. in. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, but he but he doesn't in like use any violence. He uses his cocky mouth to yeah. stop them, and then as a, as a punishment. They chop off his right hand. hand. But obviously they can't Ooh. kill him because he's too valuable. Yeah. But that was still unexpected. That was horrible, Who yeah. chops off his hand? Because it's somebody very important. And I can't remember for the life of me. Locke, his name is. Locke. Locke. Do you know who he's played by? meaning in the... Um, I can look it up, but it'll take me a while. Carry on discussing and I'll look it up while you're Right, okay. So discussing. yeah, Locke, cho- Locke, Locke takes off Jamie's hand. Which is a massive deal because he's like all really awesome with the sword. Exactly, because yeah. he's, he's, he's the Kingslayer. He's one of the King's God. And without his hand... He's um, basically nothing but hair and beautiful <laughs> face. Beautifulness. And, yeah. and, and sibling. Prince Charming love. from Shrek, essentially. He basically is. Yeah. Well, not anymore. He chopped it all off, didn't he? Yeah. What is that about? Oh, we'll get to that later. Well, in season yeah, four. the haircut. Well, I was dis- disappointed. <laughs> uh, where's that hair gone? Okay. Was it given away to charity? Because I would have bought that. <laughs> <laughs> it was eBay. Oh, right. They had eBay back then. <laughs> um, Locke is played by Noah Taylor. It could be back then. It wasn't a real time, Liam. <laughs> no, but it's, it was obviously set before <laughs> the 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have. If I was oh, if I was the barber that cut in his hair, like I'd sneak all the hair back <laughs> and then sell it for gold pieces. But Locke is played by Noah Taylor. Yeah. What we, a name, Noah Taylor. I love that. Yeah, Noah, great. Um, Noah Taylor, if you're out there, who is, give I me can't a remember who Locke is. He's Noah Taylor. We've just got established this. No, but in like... terms of the world, like, oh, because he's not on the side of the Lannisters, and he's against. He's kind of he's begrudging against the Scar. Okay, the let me get this little description up here. I yeah. honestly thought they were just bandits. He like... is he is a lesser 
lord sworn to House Bolton and considered yeah. by Roose Bolton to be his best hunter. He is sent in pursuit of Jamie Lannister after the Kingslayer is freed from northern captivity by Caitlin Stark. Right. So he has been sent by House Bolton to capture oh, Yeah, okay, because right. Reese Bolton is secretly working with the Lannisters. Wait, who's that? <laughs> I'm know, so confused. I know, I know that... Oh, Reese Bolton, one of his daughters is supposed to be marrying um, someone. Um. I don't know. Somebody, Somebody's getting married. The Red Wedding. Right. Who gets Bruce, married at the Bruce Red Bolton Wedding? Bolton is the man who, who uh, murders him. Murders right. Rob Stark. Exactly, yeah. Oh. He betrays Rob Stark. He's meant yeah. to be sworn allegiance to Rob Stark, but he betrays him in favour of the Lannisters, I believe. Yeah, exactly. But Goodness me, this is a lot to keep track this of. Is but who's who's actually I can't remember who actually gets married at the Red Wedding. This Rob Stark and uh, No Rob Stark <laughs> I swear to God it's not Rob. Isn't it? Because Rob's already oh. married. Yeah, he's marrying a different He's marrying the, the nurse. So, yeah. who does so he one, marry? Of, one of the daughters is getting married. Walter yeah. Frey's daughter. That's one so of Walter Frey's daughters gets married to one of the lesser. Yeah, because Rob Stark, Stark, Rob Stark yeah. breaks breaks the marriage pact that he's meant to be having. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. cheeky, that cheeky guy. What's that he doing? Blunderous fool. Yeah. Oh. Ends badly. Uh, all, all Edmer, the fangirls screaming Tully. at him pain. <laughs> okay, the ones getting married at the red wedding were Edmund Tully and Rosalind Frey. Tully. Mm. Tully. 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 Yeah, it's one of Caitlin's. Tully. Tubby. <laughs> Sorry, no, tell it, it's my yeah, brain. It's somebody, it's somebody from Caitlyn's side of the family. Yeah, it has to be because then that 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 bonds the two families. Exactly, but, but it doesn't go to no. plan, does it, Ben? No, it doesn't. No. Yeah, he's the younger brother of Caitlyn and Lysa. Oh, now, yeah, you know what? I think I may have to watch season three again. <laughs> <laughs> Forget season four, season three, rewatch again. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely have a have another watch before you. If you haven't already yet seen season four, go back and watch season three. I'd watch yeah, from the very beginning. But when the Red Wedding happened, what was your initial reaction to it? No, wait, wait, don't go to Red Wedding. We're discussing Ooh. Jamie and Brienne. Oh, 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 yeah. we're gonna do oh it, yeah. We're going to do it characters at a time. Right, okay. The little stories that we follow. So easy to get carried away with this show. Anyway, okay, um, okay so Brienne and Jamie. It's because everything's so connected. Like, they all yeah. connect to each other. And then they end up somewhere and Brienne has to fight a bear. Yeah, she gets thrown <gasps> into the bear pit. Yeah, the bear pit. Oh, that was amazing. I was yeah. like, what will make the show better? Bears. <laughs> Bears will make the show better. I remember, I remember because um, obviously it airs in the States before it airs in the UK, uh, just looking on Twitter and somebody being like, just bears. Bears. <laughs> Mother <laughs> All you bears. need to know is bears. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it for bears. And yeah, Jamie, so Brienne is, is meant to be mauled for entertainment for the bandits. Yes. And Jamie jumps in and saves her and they point out that they can't let Jamie be killed as well. Yeah, so they have to save them. So they have to kill the bear. Yeah, and then and then Brienne and Jamie uh, get a free pass. Like they get to go off to King's Landing together. Yeah, Yeah, Jamie. I think Jamie makes a point of saying, "I'll either die fighting you until whilst I'm captive, I'll die." Yeah. Um. Uh, But yeah, but he gets he basically gets sold back to the Lannisters. Yeah. Yeah. So by the end of it, pretty sure by the end of the season, they're just about to get to King's Landing. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Well, the last episode he arrived he, is him arriving back. Yeah. And he's all like, "Lol, nub." <laughs> <laughs> Where's my sister, Captain okay, Hook? So that, yeah. That's the end. Of, I haven't um, had sex in ages. <laughs> Where's me sister? <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. Oh, so that's dear. the that's the end of Jamie and Brienne. Um, yeah. Let's, next? let's talk about um, uh, Tywin Lannister. <laughs> Ooh, Tywin. Ooh, I know who that person obviously, is. Because obviously, yeah. Because that's a very interesting story of him and Arya for season three. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, 
Um, so Tywin is leading the Lannisters' armies. Yeah, that was right? really awesome. And he's, you know, while, while Joffrey's on the throne, basically Tywin is running everything. Uh, yeah, and Arya, after uh, having escaped King's Landing when Ned died in season one uh, and being on the run in season two, ends up at Castody Rock. Is it Castody Rock? I think so. Castody Rock. But basically Tywin is, is lord of mm. um, and ends up as his servant. But because they've never met... And because obviously yeah. you know, they don't carry around photo albums. None of them are Facebook. These re- oh, not Facebook. they really should oh, get on no, Facebook. Yeah. It's exactly. Like, no, no, yeah. Google it's Plus is the way to go now. Google. <laughs> <laughs> they can Plus. add. They can add people to their family circles, and then they can have. Oh my god! Yeah. They can have allies and then enemies. Yeah, and you can go in like you can go in video hangouts. You <laughs> exactly. Know? Yeah. Hip, fresh, new. Why isn't everyone on yeah. Google Plus? So Arya meets Gendry. <laughs> Gendry's Gendry. there as well, who is oh, obviously, yeah. he is the rightful heir to the throne He is currently. the bastard son so of wait, Robert he's... Baratheon. Oh, so he's, he's the rightful right. heir to the throne. Because obviously Ned gets killed in season one because he finds out, or he did, he, he, yeah. he figures out essentially that none of uh, Robert's children are his children. Because mm. they're all blonde. And every Baratheon child for the past like, 200 years or whatever has had dark hair, but all of his kids have blonde hair. So they That's obviously it. can't be his. Right, okay. Um, yeah, and so he, and he found this in a book, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah opened exactly. a book and went, oh, oh, well, look, we look at that. Exactly, <laughs> and then yeah, so he goes off and finds Gendry, yeah, uh, who then flees the capital, um, and obviously ends up with Arya in season three. Yeah. Does Arya realise this that he's supposed to be the rightful? No, heir? they no. just they just basically get along. But we know, not but many, we know, we yeah, know. we know as audience, but not many people. This is what kind of annoys me. About, like, it doesn't annoy me as so much as it frustrates me. How how little like the characters know about their own world or what's going on mm. and that we know much more than they do about certain plot developments. But that also is quite exciting because, you know, you've got the whole uh, dragon lady and they don't know anything about yeah, her. Yeah, they, they were supposed to kill her in happen? season one. Um, what is her name? I'm so Khaleesi. sorry. Khaleesi, yeah. yeah Wait, so that's her title, isn't it? Okay, yeah, her name is Daenerys. Daenerys. Yeah, so right, they, okay, she it. was supposed to die in season one, but they let her live. Yeah. Essentially. Um and it's come back to bite them because now she has dragons. <laughs> she has dragons and a huge army and, oh my God. Exactly. Her yeah. army's building. Okay. Anyway, so who, who, Wait, who, who are we talking we about? We're, on, we're meant to be on Arya and Gendry and, and <laughs> right, Tywin okay. Lannister. Yeah, so right. uh, essentially her plot through all of season three is trying to escape Tywin's uh, army. sort of... Yeah. And she comes across, um, how do you even say his name? Jacqueline Hagar? Ooh. Is that how you say his name? Jacqueline. Continental. Jacqueline Hagar. Yeah, because he is a face changer. He's the he's the face awesome shapeshifter type Where's person. Where's he gone? Yeah. Haven't seen him. Well, basically, he says to her, like, oh, because oh, um, oh, she saves his life. Yeah. Essentially. Uh, and he says, I will repay this well, debt by... She, she sort of tricks him into saving his life. Yeah. She, uh, cause what did she do? Okay, okay remind he, me. He tells her that he will kill three people yeah. at that place where they are. Um, and the third person, she says, kill yourself. Because yeah. he has promised that he will kill whoever she asks, and he begs of her to take that order back. Yeah. And she does so. And because of that, she says, well, I need you to get me out of here if I'm going to do that. Yeah. And he does. And then he just sort of, he changes his face as he's talking to her. And then you realize how he's been doing it throughout season three, how he's been killing these people and getting away yeah, with it. Yeah. Mm. Um, and he says to her, if you ever need me, like, remember this phrase or something like that? Oh, God. And he gives her the coin. Wait, you Which, actually remember the phrase? Vanimal You're probably Gullis. the only person who can actually <laughs> remember that. It's, it's all over the... Anyway, yeah, but it basically means all men must die. And uh, he says to her, keep this coin, save Animal Godless when you need me, and I'll be there. And I think in, in season four, um, at least in one of the trainers, you, you glimpse her 
with the coin, and saying, the coin yeah. and saying Valen will go to. So obviously oh. the face changer is going to return. Mm. Um, so I mean, yeah, yeah Ar- Aria's story is basically let's escape from Cassidy Rock. Yeah, so that's Aria. And at this point, at this towards the end of the season, um, Tywin Alistair goes back to King's Landing to engage mm. in the war, which brings us neatly onto where Stannis has been. Yes. So Stannis Baratheon, Stan- King Robert's brother, who believes he should be part yeah, of the throne. Yeah. Because um, it was him. He had two brothers, uh, Robert Baratheon. He had uh, Stannis and Remy. Remy was Brienne's uh, lover? No. No, no. R- Remy, uh, Brienne was, was his uh, Kingsguard, essentially. Yeah, but she, it seemed like she loved him quite a lot. She thought a lot of him. She, she was very fond of him. I think she, she wanted him to be king. Yeah. Okay, so that's, we've got... We've got Robert's, Robert has two brothers. Remy... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Robert has two brothers, Rob, uh, Stannis and Remy, who both believe they, should, they are the right for yeah. to the throne. This is back in season two. Yeah. Oh, I thought... I thought we had. I thought Remy was assassinated, season three. I have no idea. No, no, no this, Remy. Remy about. dies in season two. Oh, okay. Because yeah. at the end of season two, Stannis has taken over both of the armies and assaults ah, yes. King's Landing on Blackwater. So, That's it. yeah, basically, um, Remy has Remy gets murdered. Yeah. By Stannis, because Stannis has crazy joined demon. this. Yeah, he's he's basically part of this. Cult religion. Oh, is oh, that I, the crazy redhead the, lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone Who's knows the woman of red hair who gave birth to a black smoke demon, yeah. which killed Renly, which, which killed him. Yeah. Face. yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so Renly's dead. Stannis takes over the army, assaults King's Landing on the Blackwater, fails, and then all of season three, he's kind of recuperating and trying to get followers. Well, right, and, okay. You know, going towards for, the end of season three, he kidnaps Gendry. Him and, yeah. him and the red-haired woman. Oh, yeah, woman. with the leeches. Don't they try yeah. to get some of his blood? They kidnap oh. Gendry, and they have this weird thing going on where they believe that if they sacrifice him, Stannis will be victorious or something along those lines. Those crazy cult people. Yeah. yeah. But and, the Onion um, Knight, who Stannis is own, uh, kind of one, one of his best friends, I imagine, uh, frees Gendry and yeah, sends him of off season, in a little boat. He takes Gendry <laughs> down to um, the river. Yeah. And like, sort of, that's the last we see of him. The reason that Stannis is distracted by this is because he receives by, by Raven a message about the Walkers approaching yeah. Yeah. approaching the kingdoms. Because yeah. obviously, that you know, while, while they're all trying to sit on the throne, um, the Walkers are the bigger problem. Nobody's really yeah, noticing no one's it. Really kind Partic- of... In particular, the Lannisters are just sort of like, well, we don't give a shit. We're further south. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Did um, I just, uh, and what else? What else have we got? Who, so who else is there? Okay, let me just look at our look at Tyrion. The chart. Tyrion, what's Tyrion what doing? What's he doing? That cheeky Tyrion, <laughs> that okay. lovable character. So yeah. we've got at King's Landing. We have Tyrion and Cersei and Jaime. Who's Jaime's obviously now king, and these not Jamie, You mean Joffrey? You Joffrey. Mean but yeah. Joffrey. Okay, so let's talk about King's Landing as one big story because Ugh. it kind of all happens in the same. What Joffrey's uh, there? Well, yeah, Joffrey's on the throne, but other people are basically ruling behind him and pulling the strings. Essentially, because he's and a he's stroppy child. And he's just killing child. prostitutes with yeah. crossbows. Oh, yeah. Joffrey got very sinister this season. He did, didn't yeah. he? And uh, Tyrion is made uh, Master of Coin. Yes, that's yeah, it. Yeah, he's, t- he's given a new title. Uh, does very well at it. But nobody, people still don't respect Tyrion. Despite the fact that he's one of the, yeah. he's one of the cleverest Lannisters. And he, he argues to say to them, you need to hold off on the Starks because... If you do this, it's gonna come back and bite you in the arse because not necessarily the Starks, but other people from the other islands, yeah. you know, across the seas, will come and you know defend 
them yeah essentially or see you as a, a as bigger a weak. threat or yeah exactly thing. so um but yeah Tyrion is obviously uh uh he, get, he gets wedded to to Sansa this season yeah but he also has the other lover doesn't he as yeah well. he has this who other is, lover who is he's meant to be getting married to Sansa and I believe it's Cersei who they see the chance to have Marjorie marry in and then take the powers that Marjorie's family would bring yeah and so I think it's Cersei convinces uh, Joffrey to forget Sansa and marry yeah, Marjorie marry instead. Him. Yeah, because obviously at the beginning of season three, uh, Sansa and Joffrey are still to be married, but both of them are begrudged by this. Yeah. Because Joffrey doesn't want to marry the enemy, essentially. Um, uh, and Sansa doesn't want to marry the psychopath. <laughs> so, you <laughs> Understandably, know. Understandably. Understand, yeah. Um, so essentially, uh, uh, Joffrey gets... Yeah, Tywin returns to King's Landing to see, to see the marriage happen mm. to Marjorie, And at yeah. the same time, he commands that Sansa marries um, Tyrion. Yeah. yeah. And that they have children. And that Cersei marries uh, Marjorie's brother. I brother. Think. Yeah. Who was, who, Ren- is- who was Renly's boyfriend? Yeah. 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 It's right. all interconnected. Okay. It's just one large story. This is so hard to... Track. What's interesting mm. is at this stage, <laughs> I've just read that episode in episode six, um, right. Tywin returns to King's Landing to talk to Joffrey and discusses Daenerys, and Tywin says, "Don't worry, she doesn't pose a threat." That's interesting. Yeah, because oh. let's talk about the size of her army because she's <laughs> so she for all season well, three she's going around for free, free freeing slaves, slaves yeah. essentially, and they they are and they she's are got calling those, her she's got the warrior the, un, she's got the, the warrior that cuts his nipple off and doesn't flinch oh yeah, yeah. that was that was cool but so yeah so essentially Daenerys is building her army and building her fleet so that she can storm King's Landing she's one of the cleverest ones from the looks of it she's she's not jumped into things no uh, before she's prepared she's mm. off getting this massive army built well up. if you would have remembered back in season oh. one all she wanted to do was use Khal Drogo's army to go across the seas there and then and take back the Iron Throne yeah, yeah. and it wouldn't have worked no. Because then Anastas army was too powerful and too strong. Whereas now she poses a viable threat. And yeah. she's got this like massive Because her right hand man is pretty good at um, telling yeah, her what Sejora. to do as well. He's good at yeah. and he, he advising has, her. Yeah, he is the hot for her as well. Yes. He so does. He, he sticks around despite the fact that she, you know, uh, um, doesn't treat him with much respect. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's Sarsay. And at the end of it, at the, the end of season three, the closing shot is... Um, Daenerys freeing another bunch of slaves and them yeah. calling her mother in their language. Yeah. Um, we haven't discussed Bran and uh, Rickon. Ooh, yeah. Because oh, obviously yeah. they have a they have a very mm. interesting. Well, Rickon gets taken. Yeah. So they're on the run. They're on the run because yeah. Bran is is meant to have inherited well, Winterfell, Winterfell. Winterfell has fallen. Yeah. Obviously, it's been but burned Bran down. is on the run because Theon tried to have him killed. Yeah. Theon invaded Winterfell when oh, Caitlin Theon. and Rob weren't there mm. and tried oh, to have Theon. Bran assassinated. And instead, Bran and Rickon were taken away from the city to safety by... um. What's the wildling called that lives in Winterfell and serves the Starks? Oh, yeah. Her. She was originally a wildling with yeah. Hodor. Her and Hodor sort of protect... Her and Hodor have gone off with Bran and Rickon protecting them. And I don't know her name. Mm. That doesn't matter. That's, that's just the says it all, doesn't it? The fact we can't remember her name. Exactly, yeah. Um, so many characters. So they've enough for Brandon Rickon, and they come across the blonde lad on their travels. Yeah! The, him. <laughs> <laughs> the one from Love Actually. Yes. Yeah, the, him. Yeah, the kid. That I can't dude. remember his name it as turn, an actor. It turns out that... Um, but he looks about 14, but he's about 22. Yeah. But no, it, he's not. He is. He's in no, his 20s. No, 22. He's in his 20s. Flip. 
Yeah, I know. What is but, going on there? <laughs> but it turns out he's got this ability, doesn't he? That I can't yeah. remember the name of. But he can get into the animals to the minds of animals. Yeah, he yeah. Can into their animals. eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He can control them and like make them do and things as well. Mm. Yeah, um, that's interesting. And he t- he points out and says to Bran, "You can do that as well." Yeah, and so Bran is Bran. Uh, they get rid of Rickon, who gets taken to, uh, I think, where Caitlin's sister is. I mean, that's where they take him. Yeah, I think... He basically gets taken away yeah, by, the, by sister, the wildling. The sister, as in, like, the sister with the, the with the, baby, With the kid. With the, the child. Yeah, with the... the um, oh. That's still uh, breastfeeds. With the bitty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the bitty. <laughs> bitty. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, yeah Rickon... Because basically, I think Rickon presented a, a challenge for both the writers and the production that he couldn't do anything. No, Because he was yeah. too young. Just send him off. Exactly. So he, he was there. kind of, a, he was a pointless sort of chess piece, really. Uh, and Bran feels the need to keep heading north, yeah. further, He's beyond the wall. He's looking for Jon Snow. He wants yeah, to go to find, find John, his yeah. purpose, yeah. Um, and speaking of Jon Snow, so basically that's where, that's where Bran is. Yeah. By the end of season three, Bran is basically still heading north. Mm. Yeah. Uh, not much else has happened. Yeah. But he, he de- he's developing the ability to go into the, the animal's mind. Yeah. Um, um, the- John. We just talked to... No, no, no. Oh, no, right. Theon. Theon. We've just talked about Theon invading Winterfell. Yeah. And... Um, Theon oh is, dear. Oh, Theon in season three. Oh, yeah. babes. Oh, Theon dear. has been captured. I don't know by who. Apparently yeah. there there are a lot of hints earlier on in the in the season and in season two. Yeah, I think if you're really if you really have taken in everything that's been said, you yeah. can you might be able to work out who. Yeah. I'm not sure who it is, or the reasoning behind it. Yeah. Creepy guy. Because for all of season three, yeah. all we see is Theon being tortured. <laughs> exactly. Um and yeah. really, really brutally Ooh, well, tortured. They, they yeah. make him a eunuch. They do make Because there was that horrible scene with the sausage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. And, uh, and then he, like, they fool him. He thinks he's been released, but he actually hasn't. Yeah. And all these mind games. And yeah. Mm, it Jeez, is pretty torturous. Yeah. yeah. But he kind of deserves it after taking yeah. over Winterfell. He, I, he, he, I don't he, feel he bad. He tried to have two young boys assassinated. Yeah. Yeah. Even his own men by that point were just like, oh, yeah. And they, you know, they knock him unconscious. And Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, Jon Snow. Jon Snow! Jon Snow! You know nothing. Jon Snow, <laughs> sworn to be of Night's Watch, goes beyond the wall. Yeah. And up into the wildlings. So. Exactly. And then he has to kind of assimilate with them. He becomes become one of them. Yeah, he gets some Does taken... he climb the wall with them? Or like yeah, because the... they start heading oh, south again. So good. He gets taken to whose title... I can't remember uh, his Mance name. Mance He's called the King Beyond, beyond yeah, the Mance Wall. Yeah, Mance Raider is the King Beyond the Wall. Yeah. And yeah, Ooh. he... Um, yeah, he goes... He, yeah, joins yeah. them essentially. And he means like, obviously through season two, he's been with Egret. Yeah. Egret. Egret. Yes. Uh, the one that they... looks like Bianca from EastEnders. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and so they're <laughs> together with with Mansfredo and his army, uh, and they decide that they're heading south because the the Walkers, the White Walkers, are catching up with them, and they're marching on the wall as well. So they need to go ahead of them to yeah. basically defend themselves. Yep. Uh, and then yeah, Jon Snow, he gets gets yeah, basically yeah, Jon Snow yeah. breaks his vows. He yeah. does his bra- his vow of he uh, lays celibacy. The wildling. Yes. Oh yes. And you know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout season three, it's their journey back to the wall, mm. and they climb over the wall, which is yeah. I, that to be fair, awesome. I think that was a brilliant episode. Yeah, I think they really and did they that stand on top of the wall and they're looking out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really so they're on the way back to the kingdoms to warn them of the walkers. Yeah. Um, and. Essentially, when he gets back over the wall and into his own his own territory, he wants to be away from the wildlings, and yes. yeah. takes three arrows for doing so. Yeah. Yes. Essentially, yeah, because he has to leave Egret behind, despite the fact that he does he does love her. Yeah. You know. But he has to um, leave to go and warn his family. Yeah. 
and they they have a difficult decision ahead. Uh, you know, obviously Jon Snow's uh, ends up at, back at the wall with yes, the Night's Watch the horse. by the end of season three. Yeah, yeah. He, he um he gets run on, he becomes unconscious on his horse trying to ride away. And Yvette, uh, Yvette, Yvette. very very sort of like Oliver Queen style shoots three arrows yeah. into yeah. him from a long range and yeah. but she doesn't like she could uh, she, she could have killled him yeah she misses on purpose yeah. well, like, she doesn't she maims him vital bits. because she, she she still loves him as well so maybe in the future they're gonna yeah know, and doesn't um, doesn't the younger Stark see John through um, yeah. through a raven or something or yeah. a wolf Bran, yeah. I believe that and as they that's just happening miss each Bran other. is like yeah, yeah in he's in the tower right next to him yeah oh yeah that bit and they just miss each other yeah and that was one of the most heartbreaking things yeah when were, especially when these characters are so far apart and then and particularly the oh. fact that you know George R. R. Martin and the showmans have decided to be so brutal with their heroes and kill them off essentially yeah, yeah. you know I mean like uh, George R. R. Martin has said that you know Ned dies in the first book and in the in the first TV show well it's Sean Bean yeah, yeah. That's probably, that's probably why he Sean dies because he's the role. Yeah, but he dies because he's the hero. <laughs> yeah. And he's the one Destined who you think, well, yeah, he's the one that you're rooting for, essentially. And then after that, Rob is the one that you're rooting for because he becomes the king in the north. And so he's got to go. You know, like, Everyone has to yeah, go. Yeah, so let's move on to Rob yeah. and the Red Wedding and Caitlin. Oh. Oh, hello. Yeah, this was basically right. the big thing that season three was heading towards from its... Uh, first episode. So what I heard is that it differs slightly from the books. In yeah. the books, it puts really heavy emphasis on if you invite um, people like into your village or into your house, yeah, like you have to treat them as most like honored guests ever, and it's unheard of to like kind of kill them Did essentially, yeah. kill them all. <laughs> so in the book, this was like a massive deal that these people had betrayed this kind of code yeah. of conduct mm. and then I'd kill all these people. Oh. But in the TV show, didn't it was really horrible. But, but it wasn't felt so... Like, yeah, yeah, you felt like it was kind of like, oh, but in the they book, just walked it was into like, a trap. Yeah, but in the book, it was like, you w- that would just wouldn't happen ever. Yeah. yeah. So Rob Stark is seen as the king of the North. He is yeah. seen by his followers as the rightful heir to the throne. Mm. Um, and he is led to... Where's the location of the Red Wedding? It's at the um, the, the, tw- the bridge. Yeah. The it's bridge. at Walter Frey's house. Okay. So he goes... <laughs> on the bridge. <laughs> in his house on the bridge. <laughs> he goes there. And like the troll. Yeah. Rob, anyway. Rob was set to marry one of Walter Frey's daughters, yeah. um, but betrays this yeah. by but wanting yeah, to marry... Because essentially when he they... He was an nerd, idiot, basically. When, they, when he decides to march south and take King's Landing and, you know, uh, get rid of the Lannisters, he has to cross Walter Frey's bridge. And Walter Frey says, yeah. I'll let you cross if you marry one of my daughters. Yeah. yeah. But one in of the meantime, his incestuous... <laughs> daughters in the meantime yeah. Rob gets another woman pregnant who's a nurse and he wants to wants to be married to her yeah um, and then well they do get married at the end of season two yeah so it appears as though this is not a problem and Walter Frey <laughs> says okay has well, forgiven him I begrudgingly want, yeah. yeah I want my daughter to be married to somebody and so he marries his one of his daughters to Caitlin's brother yeah, yeah. um and yeah, yeah in the wedding goes ahead as planned. Everything's the happy. As Lots planned. of eating yeah. and music. The yeah. wedding couple go upstairs yeah, to, uh, to, to, to consummate yeah. the marriage. And then the doors shut. Oh, and they yeah. lock the doors. Everywhere. And you know it immediately. And the moment you see the doors coming down, it's like, oh, something's going down. Yeah. yeah. And it I, was brutal. It was. And I, I, you know, they even made it, they made it more brutal than in the book because they kill Rob's wife and the unborn baby. Yeah, they make a point of stabbing oh, her yeah. in the stomach. In the stomach. Yeah, which, which <gasps> Several times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's basically, a very yeah, they, they slit. Scene. 
They slit Rob's throat and then Caitlin's throat killed the, yep. the mother of his baby and obviously the mother. And at this stage, Aria, Aria is outside with Hound, who has who has come across oh, her yeah. after she escaped. Yeah, and he's sort of keeping her safe. And yeah. he says, "I'll take." Well, you he back no, to basically, your he's keeping her safe because he wants to. Uh, sell her back to yeah, her family. He's, he's, he's left King's Landing. He doesn't agree with Joffrey being the king. No, yeah. Doesn't yeah. agree with what he stands for. And he's sort of gone rogue. You know. He finds Arya and thinks, okay, I can make some money here and takes her back to where he knows the Starks are. Mm. And just as they get there, the door's shut and all the murdering happens. Yeah, which is just horrible because one of the last shots of that episode is Arya seeing yeah. her brother's body with the direwolf's head stitched onto him. Yeah. Um, and obviously Arya. Arya is one of my favorite characters because after after seeing this, she's obviously mortified, but she is so revengeful. Oh yeah. Mm. And we are, we'll, we'll get onto uh, the opener of season four in a minute. But uh, the the tides are definitely turning. And you know, as as far as the Lannisters have gone, that they may have pushed too far yeah. on, on what people were uh, you know sort of acceptable. I think at this stage we have coved all the main characters think, for the, so. where they all are in the season yeah. three. Um, I don't think there's anyone we missed. So no. with, with the... So <laughs> someone major and we'll go, crap. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, dear. So at the end of season three... Yeah. Uh, Starks, the only ones that we know of left alive <laughs> are Sansa, um, Arya, Jon Snow, sort of a Stark, is alive, just yeah. about. Yeah. We think he is. He gets shot, but we think he's alive. Mm. And Bran and Rickon are off doing their own thing. Mm. Uh, Theon is still... In captivity. Being tortured. Although I wouldn't, count captivity. Him as a, I wouldn't count him as a Stark anymore because he has betrayed his... Oh, yeah. His no, sort yeah, of he's upbringing as a Stark. Yeah, he's not a Stark. Yep. No. Um, in the Targaryens, we've got uh, Daenerys, obviously, gathering her army up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Lannisters... The baby dragon. In the Lannisters, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie has arrived back at King's Landing. Yeah. Tyrion is Tried still... to wave, but couldn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Cersei. Cersei's there. And obviously, Joffrey's the king. Yeah, and we've got Stannis, who's with weird red haired demon red lady, hair demon lady, who doesn't know um, that How? Gendry's escaped yeah. just yet oh, yeah. because he's distracted by the Raven that brought him news of the Walkers yeah. approaching mm. the. Kingdoms. And obviously, like we've said, the last shot of season three is the Walkers approaching no, the wall. Two. That's season two. Is it? Yeah. What's it? Oh yeah, Sam. the last shot of season three is Daenerys. Yeah, that's it. And her dragons and her army. I get so confused. Oh, I, I don't blame because you. Because, you know, I the one thing it. that they've done, this uh, apparently for season four, is, is change up the format. Because obviously, for the first three seasons, you have it uh, building to the ninth episode. Yeah. Uh, which obviously in the first season is when uh, Ned dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the second season uh, is Blackwater, the Battle of Blackwater. Yeah. Third season is the Red Wedding. And then the tenth episode is kind of the fallout from that. But nothing really happens in the finale. No, mm. it's sort of Never. just to like, sort of just to give you, tie everything up. Exactly, yeah. but I, I the apparently break. they've they've changed the format right now. They so do need to do it. I just want to recap, just like a little fifty minute recap, like maybe a <laughs> yeah. week before the new season starts. Yeah, because there is, as we have just proven, there is a lot to try and remember and keep yeah. track of. I mean, yeah, all we've really been talking about is season three, and a lot happened in that. Oh yeah, yeah. They should um, give like everyone a little pamphlet to put up on their wall with all the timelines <laughs> on, you know, the family trees, them. yeah, the family the trees, different houses, everything, or just yeah. like a book. Like some sort of uh, you mean, manual. You, you, so mean, that, you mean you, you mean, mean the novels? You want it in the book form? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rachel, yeah. I've I've got some news for you. <laughs> no. no. Next, you'll be saying you want a video game as well. Oh, we're not going to discuss the video game. I'm not ever reviewing that. There's a really? video game. There yeah. is a video game of Game. They're of making Thrones another one as well on what? PS3 what and console? Xbox. Oh. 
PS3 and Xbox, yeah. Yeah, but they're making no. another one. You know in the style of the Walking Dead games? Yes. The the people yeah. who make those are making that another I, game. I, I will oh, review right. that. Really? Yes. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. The original Game of Thrones, I'm not even going to bother reviewing it because... Oh, no. Well, it was like different characters. It, 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 it did no justice. Oh, dear. Okay, so anyway. Okay, we Getting are, back on track. Yeah, let's... Let's round this up with a very quick review of the opening to season four. So if you have not watched the first episode of season four yet, this is where you need to cut off listening. Thank you yeah. for listening. Go make yourself a sandwich, you know, <laughs> or go watch season three again, you know. Come yeah. back and listen to this when you've watched. Go listen to previous ep- Screen Out Loud one. episodes. <laughs> well, <on SoundCloud>. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet us what you think. Uh, <laughs> At Soul BTS. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. So, um, okay, so it aired on Sunday. Um, simulcast. Yeah, big which is a thing. big okay, you've thing. Got, mm-hmm. You've got the numbers, haven't you, in there? Yeah, about 500,000 people watched it in the UK. And at two in the morning. And HBO yeah. online. Uh, hey, HBO. Uh, in, in America, the, the season four opener was the, the biggest ever watched thing on HBO since The Sopranos in 2007. Yeah. And the on-demand system, the same as True HBO Go broke again. <laughs> yeah. They oh, were really into fixes. Yeah, they need to detective. up their game. Yeah. But um, HBO. so yeah, those are the you know so many people tuning in and watching it, and immediately after it aired, it got renewed for seasons five and six. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about cool. May sweeps on this. It, it's in the bag no, it's for the next green two years. Green after one episode. Exactly. <laughs> well, you think about it. You know, the biggest show on television. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna renew it. Okay. So hang surprises on. me. Let me get renewed season seven. Like you know, renewed it up to season seven because I think. Part of their end game is to yeah. to do six seasons and then decide whether to go into films or not. I think that's kind of one of the things. So they're, they're not going to finish the books. Well, well no, the obviously, books aren't finished obviously, yet. George R. R. Martin is is writing the books and he's told the they're producers. They're going to catch up. Yeah, he well, yeah, he's told the producers of the show how it ends, and so they know in a roundabout way where all the characters finish. Right. Okay. Um, but they could choose to go another way with it and do their own ending. Characters. At this rate, we're going to have one person standing yes. there for like character. Yeah. And it'll be Jon Snow. <laughs> Jon Snow. Jon Snow. <laughs> um, yeah. So season four opener, what did it start with? It, it started with Tywin um, yes. melting down the Stark oh, yes. family yes. greatsword. These very symbolic yes. gesture. Which is the first time actually it really... Because uh, this is the first time that D.W. Vice uh, has been in the director's chair who's obviously one of the creators of the show hmm. right this okay. is the first episode that he's directed because alan taylor went off to make thor the dark world oh what yeah. oh what? Well, no, thor was all right anyway um, anyway, yeah, fine. Anyway, so, <laughs> anyway so yeah the the symbolic gesture of melting down the start swords because yeah. he believes that the war is won and yeah, so he takes ned stark's or uh, ice melts it down into two swords because he's like it's too big and clunky to just be one so he makes two swords out of it and gives one to jamie yeah. Well, that's oh, it's too big yeah. and clunky. They make it into two. Yeah. Jeez. Obviously, the second one, sword. the 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 necessary the need for the second sword is is obviously being hidden. Yeah. At the moment, and or who it's being given to, mm. or yeah. what it's being used for, we don't know. But yeah, Jamie gets the the main sword, uh, kind Tywin. of as a token, you know, because uh, Tywin is trying to persuade him he's, to he's, leave he's, the King's Guard. Yeah, Tywin yeah. is dismissing him from the King's Guard, yeah. and he wants him to go to Castle Rock to rule. In Simon's mm. place. Yeah, but Jamie's like, no, this is my job. And everyone's here. like, but well, you've got one hand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Just like waving it. Yeah, um, which makes his job in the Kingsguard more difficult. Yeah, but he said he'll learn how to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and then more Lannister stuff. Tyrion is uh, off with uh, Podrick, awaiting the arrival of Prince Martell. Yeah, mm. who are these guys? There's no, basically, they're... 
They're from the other kingdoms that you, we haven't seen yet. Right, okay. And they've all come to see Joffrey's wedding to Marjorie. <laughs> so they're adding more characters in. They didn't, they didn't think yeah. they had enough. Well, they need to outbalance just... it, don't they? Because they've killed oh, off half yeah. the stars. <laughs> and they, so <laughs> they need, so true, but they, yeah. what I like about it is they're not people who are on the Lannister side. No, it's yeah, like that is uh, good. the the main new character who comes into the episode. Odin. 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 That's not his name. What's is his it? name? The what? one that goes to the brothel that Tywin sees. Master of Google. Oberyn. Oberyn. Exactly. Oberyn. Right. Um, who he maims one of the Lannister soldiers. Yeah. Very easily. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. And he sort of says to them. He 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 poses a threat because he says, uh, you know, I, I'm here because you've invited me, but I'm not going to play nice. Yeah. Essentially. Um, yeah, Tyrion. I'm here out of sort of uh, as a gesture of goodwill. Yeah, he mm-hmm. says, Tyrion, you tell me the truth and I'll be honest. And yeah. Tyrion says, okay, if you've been honest to me, then why are you here? And um, he says that he uh, he believes that um, da, 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 he wants to kill Sir Gregor Clegane. Yes. I'm not sure who that is. For, for killing his sister. I yes, believe. he believes that he raped and cut her, cut her in, half. in half. Yeah, yeah. While, while, the Targa- while the Targaryens were still on the throne. Yeah. Um, this all gets so very complicated. That? The Targaryen, the Mad King, was uh, Daenerys' father. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But as in, who does that guy want to kill? Greg. Greg or Clegane. Yeah, who's that? He's, he's, he's the, the, the hound's brother. Right, yes. Okay. Yeah, the knight. I got it. Yeah, right? It's so complicated. Okay, understood. (laughs) Right. So, <laughs> obviously, uh, Sansa. Then we meet Sansa. Yeah, yeah. she's all like mopey, Tyrion, understandably. Tyrion <laughs> returns yes. to uh, King's Landing and Sansa's upset after hearing news of, of Rob and um, Caitlyn's death. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, I can't escape. What annoys me about Sansa's character is that the amount everything. of people... No, not oh, necessarily everything. No. She's, she's getting better. But what annoys me it's is that through, se- through season two and three, people have offered her to leave King's Landing. Yeah. So I will get you out of here safely now. And she said, no, I'll stay. She's like, oh, no, I'm going to stay. Yeah. And it's like, why, why would you stay? And so now she's just leave. regretting that decision. She's just going to leave. But Get I, out I, I like her relationship with Tyrion because they seem to be mm. on, on well, mutual ground. Tyrion, yeah. Tyrion feels that it's completely wrong what's happening to her. And yeah. yeah. Well, it's like he thinks that, you know, yeah. under, under Joffrey's command. He loves Shay, which is another plot point. It's, he it's returns kind of to his form. chambers yeah. and Shay is attempting to reconnoiter her yeah. friends. Yeah. On and, the bed. Um, yeah. And, you know, and obviously this is a dangerous game at the moment because Tyrion, he said, all, all, all eyes are on us at the moment. So we can't do this. And he's trying to explain yeah. to her that it's just too dangerous and for them to be exit, together. Yeah. She gets spotted. Yeah. Doesn't Someone's she? Someone's listening. One of, one of Sansa's handmaidens had overheard it and oh. she reports it to what? Cersei. Exactly. So, the you know, the person that because obviously there was a big deal in season two about uh, uh, Ty- um, Tyrion hiding her. Yeah. Uh, and then the, they tortured the wrong person, essentially. But Tyrion just had to put up with it because it was like, I can't, I can't reveal Shay. Yeah. So. I forgot about that. Exactly. So, oh God. you know, so Cersei finds out and I think that's going to come back. In the next in step. A, in a big way. Because uh, obviously Tyrion is, yeah. is the, the runt of the litter, essentially. They mm. don't want him there. But he's a he's a Lannister, and so they yeah. can't they can't disown him in yeah. in the way that they want to. So the other stuff of King's Landing, Jamie is fitted with a golden golden hand. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and he <laughs> argues with Cersei, who, when Jamie tries to make advances towards her, she says, "You were gone too long," and she's brutal. She is about it. She's like, a woman about it. Not, <laughs> not that <laughs> not that either of us are supporting the um their relationship, but, but it is. But it's hard because, and I think it's kind of hard, like. 
it makes you feel for Jamie because he, he's obviously been captured for so long and been tortured. Yeah. He's had his hand, hand. Yeah. You know, And he's <laughs> dreamt of getting back to King's Landing and things being the way they were. And he comes back and it's like, oh, Joffrey's on the throne. Cersei doesn't want to see me. My dad's disowned me. No one wants him, really. Nobody wants him there. Yeah. And I think, I think, yeah, exactly. So he it's and Brienne are going to bond. And I think he and Tyrion as well. Because they've always been close. Yeah, they've always been kind of close, yeah. Yeah, but I think he and Tyrion are going to, in a way... Um, uh, sort of break apart from the rest of the Lannister clan. Yeah. And I think they're go- there's going to be a big shift in their sort of unity as a family. Um, mm. Yeah, so who else Who else do we see? Um, at King's Landing, uh, Brienne talks to Marjorie and explains how that Lord Renly was killed by the demon with uh, Stannis' face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because obviously she's been holding on, holding on to that information some time because they believe that was it because she was sworn into, into Caitlin's... Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know. The, well, but she saw what happened to Renly, yeah. and they thought that Brienne had killed him. Yeah, yeah, it did. So, right, so okay. she got framed for his murder. Um, and she explains what happens to Marjorie. And Marjorie's like, okay, well, I, I can't really do anything about it, but, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to forget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And then, and then we see Joffrey, who says nothing important as usual. And that's yeah. about it. Well, he's like looking through the book, isn't he? He's like, oh look, Jamie, yeah. you're in here. Yeah. Well, where's your Where's your not, not got much. Exactly. Yeah. So what Jamie, in his stylish way, just says, "There's still plenty of time yet. Don't you worry, mm. little oh, brat." That's yeah. Um, okay, so that's King's Landing. Da, 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 da. Uh, let's have a look across the narrow sea. Ooh. We go to Dario. Uh, hello. Yes. And uh, yeah, Daenerys has her army, which is massive. massive. It's revealed how it's big huge. it is when she walks up. Yeah. And they're all lined up. Oh my goodness, that's exactly. Yeah. So. Oh. And pretty soon, I think, she's making her way across. Because, you know, I think it's it's an interesting story, her being, you know, on the sidelines and building this army and they being a threat that something. they don't know. But she needs to join in the action in she a does. big way. Um, she needs to get in there. Yeah, not much happens with um, Khaleesi. Apart from, apart no. from the, the dragon incident. Oh, yeah, that's, that's quite important. Her, yeah. dragon, her dragons are feeding on a goat or something. That scene was gorgeous. Should we recreate yeah. that right now? Okay, I'll be the dragon. You wow. be, you be. I'm the goat. You, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you be, you be Daenerys. Yeah. And I'll be the dragon. Ready? Uh, right. Okay. Ooh, let me stroke you. Let me stroke. <laughs> 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 yeah. So the dragon tries to bite her face off. Yeah. Um, and um. <laughs> exactly like. And so like so Jorah is like, uh, dragons can't be tamed, Calusi. Yeah, even by the mother. Calusi. <laughs> he makes a point of saying because up, and, up until this point, <laughs> it has seemed as though that because she's their mother, yeah. that she's yeah. safe and then over on her. But he makes a point of saying even their mother can't keep them tame. Yeah. Oh, that's what you meant with the goat. Yeah. <laughs> the goat just flops down. <laughs> the goat you just drop it and they eat it. Anyway, so uh, John. John is at the wall. Oh, yes, John. Back with Sam. Yeah. Oh, Sam. Bromance. Oh, Brom- it's brilliant. Relight really my fire. Yep, he's Definitely. <laughs> he's taken, YMCA. He's taken before the, uh, the council of, of, the, uh, of the Night's Watch. <gasps> to explain why he's broken his vows. Or mm. rather, well, he's trying to explain to them that the White Walkers are coming. And they're yeah. like, a White Walker hasn't been spotted in thousands of years. And he's like, well, I saw one. And they're real. <laughs> Believe like, you know. me. And Because you know, obviously Sam has seen it as well. Well, and apparently it's revealed that Master Amon can tell when people are lying. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. And then and there was that smart comment he said. Where did you learn how to do that? And he was like, oh, at King's Landing or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like he said, and cool. he, he says that John is speaking the truth, and whether that's a like it's not. I don't really know revealed, whether it's just it's because he trusts thing. him. 
Yeah. yeah. It's not revealed. Yeah. But I don't think super... it's a super... But you, it could oh. be. We've seen yeah. many things. Yeah. But I think that they're bringing more of those supernatural elements to the show now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want it to get overblown <laughs> with magic and, you know, and just delve no. into real fantasy... Because I, I like mean, it being all about the characters. Yeah. yeah. But whilst we're in the north, um, Egret and the cannibals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Egret and her little band of wildlings, after letting Jon Snow get away. Yeah, they're discussing the next move when Steer and his group of cannibals yeah. um, turn up. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not quite sure what's going on there. Well, they, there's, there's basically there's different bands of wildlings who are all under the rule of Mance Raider, but they all don't necessarily get along because they all mm. have different values. And obviously... The cannibals, they like to eat people. Uh, people who go north of the wall. Really? The cannibals like to eat people? Yeah, but no, but... That's shocking. Oh, yeah. no, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you see, you see them, you know, start to barbecue a foot. <laughs> oh, or a hand that's or nice. Yeah. Delicious. Nice limb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it did um, look quite tasty, though. I know. Well, they say to them, oh, do you want to, you know, join do us? Do you want a bit? Do you want to join... Yeah, oh. that's our pun for this week. Anyway, oh, so yeah, but no, uh, after after this aired on Sky One, they broadcast their usual throne cast. Yeah, um, and there was a comment made by one of the presenters on the show. She said about the cannibals. She said, "Oh, they all look like something off a Channel Five documentary." Oh, uh, I was like, "You oh, can't say that on dear. TV. You can't say that on television. No, who no. do you think you are? Exactly. Well, you know. Anyway, so that kind of annoyed me. That comment. That oh. comment made me stop watching that. As a documentary project. filmmaker, I find that deeply offensive. Exactly. To your subjects. To my... Channel yeah, Channel 5. The last part of the episode yeah. is the Riverlands, Ariane Hound. Which yeah. Which is right at the end of the episode. Ariane, so... And she gets needle bad. She's yeah. gone serious, dark. Well, this is what I was saying. Like, the, end of, the end of season three foreshadows uh, a big shift. And obviously with the new arrivals at King's Landing and, uh, you know... John getting control, almost all, all starting to get a foothold in control of of the Night's Watch, and Arya getting her needle back. Yeah, it's it's kind of the tables are turning, and it, it and it almost seems as though the Lannisters haven't won because no, they think they've won not. the war and that they're just going to rule forever. Blah blah blah, yeah. but they have so many enemies out there. And oh, yeah. Arya, yeah. Arya is, uh, you know, just becoming so much more badass. She is, which yeah. I love. It's good. the fact no. that she does everything s- slowly in that yeah. scene. Yeah, so, you're um, right. so Hound and Arya end up um, at an inn. They're both hungry. Uh, mm. Arya notices that one of the men in there is one of the men that captured her hunting Gendry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that he's got her sword. Yeah, and she killed his, uh, her friend with the sword, with Needle, and has kept it ever since. Which mm. is, yeah. He's kept it for a few years, which is a bit odd. <laughs> like, you yeah. know. He killed um, Lommy who yeah. um, he was doing it. Lommy couldn't walk, and mm. so he killed him, rather than, rather than yeah. put him at, on, a, on a horse. Yeah. Um, and then Arya says, that was Gendry that he just killed. Yeah. Because they're looking for Gendry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah. King's Landing thinks that Gendry is dead. Um, so yeah, so the Hound, because uh, they're, they're both starving and they're thirsty, the Hound comes in, and uh, the, the person that Arya has spotted, that, that she knows... Yeah, approaches them. Approaches them and says, oh, I know who you are. You're the Hound... Uh, and he, you know, he gets him a drink, and then he starts undermining him and saying, "I, I heard you bust out at the Battle of Blackwater and left King's Landing." Mm. Yeah. And the Hound explains that he didn't like the way Joffrey was doing things, and that's why he left because he has a his own moral code. Yeah. Uh, and then a fight breaks out. A fight breaks out. Yep. Um, Hound. The Hound is kind of 
overpowered a bit, but Arya takes back her sword. Yeah, and very, <laughs> yeah. very like she she uh, mm. she um Pierces yeah she like she steps uh... over his neck, steps and, over him, and like yeah. talks to him the and way repeat, that he talks. Yeah, repeats the exact words that he used to kill Lommy. Lommy. Yeah. Yeah. And then very slowly pierces his throat. Yeah. Yeah. Straight needle. through to, yeah. to his and there's brain. And there's a big shift here because at the beginning of the episode, um, Arya is on the hound's horse and she says, oh, can't oh, I yeah. get my own? And he's like, oh, the little girl wants a pony, you know, and, <laughs> you know, he won't give her a weapon. And he, he's basically holding on to her because she's the most valuable thing. And he thinks that she's going to run away. And then at the end of the episode, when she shows herself what she's capable well shows him what yeah. she's capable of it's revealed more that they're both mm. with each other for a moment yeah and yeah. he he gets her a, he, she basically gets her own horse and her own sword um and she follows him and yep. you know because he's going to sell her back to he was going to sell her back to, to her Starks. family <laughs> well yeah he was yeah. and now he's going to sell her to Caitlyn's sister yeah. the one with the the child that uh, still sucks on her yep. breast but um yeah <laughs> oh, well basically because she's rich and she he knows that he, she he can get some money for Arya for that way um, but she just wants to be back somewhere safe. Yeah. So she yeah. follows him. Um, the only thing we've missed... Yeah, just, I thought we'd miss something. I'm just going through all of it here. The only thing you missed is Jamie and Brienne's interaction at King's Landing. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, what what, what happened? Explain to explains me. Um, well, Brienne approaches Jamie and says, we had a deal. I got you back here safely and you would see the, the yeah, Stark girls she, safe. Yeah, she promises Caitlin that she would get the Stark girls back for her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he goes yeah. that. He, uh, he says to... Brienne, a lot's changed since then. And then he tries to find it by saying, well, look, Sansa couldn't be any more safe than where she is now. Mm. So that yet not... another person to try to get her out of exactly, yeah. King's Landing. Um, which I, I feel I feel like Sansa may end up leaving King's Landing by the end of the season. So hang on, let's, that's, that's kind of it for the episode, I think, for our roundup. What do you think is going to happen this season on Game of Thrones? Obviously, me, <laughs> we figured out one major thing which does yeah, happen, which we're me, not going to say. We're not going to say it, no. But beyond that, okay, so... I don't think it's difficult to say anything about... Giving it... Well, yeah. No, but we, I don't know. I haven't read the books. You haven't read the books. I haven't read the books. Exactly. So we can speculate, because they may change from the books as well. Uh, I, I'm, I'm expecting to see a big battle at the yep, wall. Yeah, a big battle. And I think within the capital as well as all these guests are arriving for for the wedding for the big wedding you know between joffrey and marjorie yeah, yeah. i i expect something is going to happen and you know the amount of people that are against the lannisters yes yeah, it's just going to overpower them go down and you know that they're going to satisfy the audience's need to see joffrey hurt in some way at some <laughs> yeah. point yeah okay well <laughs> Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to speculate just to get some right. So. Okay. Well, we've not reviewed. We've just described review. <laughs> let's let's just spend one minute because we have been okay, talking yeah, for a so long time. Okay. So did you did you like the episode, Rachel? Uh, I think for something that happened like after the red wedding or like yeah. they need a bit of a um, kind of like a breather. I especially needed some sort of kind of like okay, let's just reflect now. Let's breathe. Yeah. But in terms of a first episode for a season, it was really lacking we I said mean, the really, same yeah. thing it didn't open with yeah, a bang no we just followed Tyrion around and yeah. what's this he doing what now where's like, he going I, I really like the show and when we described season 3 I was like I was really surprised as to how much had actually happened that season yeah. but every episode feels like a really slow chess game yeah. and then they're moving these pieces just one by one inch by inch and it, I'm just waiting it's for something big slow, to happen it's quite slow yeah yeah and while there are there are little character developments which in terms of their stories are quite big like Arya's 
development is, is very good. Yeah. But, I, I but just there are episodes see... that are slow, but they're building up. This one yeah. didn't even build up. It was just like, really. Yeah. I felt like that. I was just like. Yeah. Well, this is the this is the problem. It you know it's so long between each season. Yeah. And it, it it's it's not like each season has its own arc almost. I mean, it kind of does, but not really. It's it's the continuation no. of a story. Well, it took away a bit from it for me. Like I said, when I was watching it with my parents, we had to keep at whenever the Everett's run, it was quickly like, okay, why is that person there again? What are they doing? And yeah. it sort yeah. of takes you out of the uh, the atmosphere a bit when you're having to very quickly <laughs> try and work out what's going Who's on. Who's who and what's what? Yeah. Mm. So, I think I think a good opening for a season, but not a not a great one for me. I just I was expecting more. I was expecting more characters to show up as well. The only yeah. the only touched on a few main character storylines. Well, this but is there one of lots the, that was left. Well, Bran Bran has been left Brand, out. Stannis, yeah, yeah, Theon, yeah, exactly. I want to know all about those characters. Yeah. And, and it, well, you can't. I mean, in a yeah, what is it? Forty minutes an episode. You can't balance it out that well. But isn't like they had that whole bit with. What's her dragon lady name again? Oh, Daenerys. my Daenerys. lady. They're be- they're having they're gambling, and then they could have cut that whole section out and put some more of Bran. Yeah. I mean, that was really empty apart from the whole bit with the the signs with the children. Yeah. That bit was great, the slave but the children. bit before that. Yeah, I'm getting a bit. I'm getting. I am getting a little bored. Oh, and weary yeah, of the Daenerys guy that bit. doesn't that doesn't have any man parts fancies the other woman. Oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't need to. That's not a big issue. I want I want to see more of what else is going on, not that these little romances are sprouting out everywhere. Yeah, because yeah. there's a little rivalry between Grey Worm and um, Daddio. Yeah, both mm. for for Daenerys's affections, which is fine. But I just like you guys. I just I want something to happen majorly in her story, yeah. because it seems as though every season is the same where she's yeah. just sort of blundering along, finding people. Sir Jorah has said building that. her army. No, it wasn't Sir Jorah. Um, Dario has said to. Uh, uh, said to Den- um, Daenerys that she's nowhere near aware of the culture of the slaves, and mm-hmm. so it sort of implies that something could go horribly wrong in what yeah. she thinks. Yeah, her she's army doing. may turn on her. Yeah, and she she makes the the point of you know she she sees dead children hung up like signs, and she says I'm going to look at each and every one of them, and it's like it's good world, but it's not necessarily the right thing to do mm. because she it's like it's like she's she's in the wrong culture essentially. Yeah, she's because not. she was born at King's Landing and then oh, yeah. and then grew up. She somewhere. was she was at one point the rightful heir. Exactly. To the throne while her brother was. Yeah. Um mm. <laughs> and, and so it, it it's just a bit odd really that her story is, you know, she's she's wandering around building her army but she doesn't know anything about these cultures which she's sort of inhabiting and adding to her own. And I think it may it may come back to bite. I mean she may get across the narrow sea before then. Yeah, but her army may turn on her, and she she That'd may. That'd be really di- interesting if they did. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it, it may annoy. It would annoy me actually if there was a big build up to nothing with her story, mm-hmm. like if she was just sort of killed by her army, and then. Oh God, I'd hate that. Exactly. So, and, and then you know, before she, she has even to got brawl over, it out with with someone. With someone, yeah. Well, she can't. She doesn't fight. She she barely does anything. She kind of goes up to these slaves and frees them, but. Mm. As a character, you know, because you know, even Arya now is getting fight scenes. Like she's physically yeah. like she she's not. She relies people. on her yeah. army, whereas yeah. same as Joffrey does. Whereas Jaime and all can fight for themselves. Mm. That is an interesting. Rob one, can actually, fight bet- for between them between them both, because Rob would would be on the front lines of every battle that he fought. Yeah, and you know, Joffrey is is behind the scenes, ruling, He's hiding, ruling in in inverted <laughs> commas. Um, 
And so, so is Daenerys. So, you yeah. know, they do have a very similar path. And that may end up badly for the both of them. Yeah. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Spooky. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. overall, overall, then, looking forward to the rest of it? Definitely. Looking yeah. forward to it as always, but I would have liked the f- opening mm. episode to sort of just, like, go more bang. Like, We're back. Someone should have died. I want, I want, <laughs> yeah, I wanted the White Walkers to, to, to have their assault on Castle Black. Mm. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Just to start with, like, your biggest thing. But I suppose they are adapting books. And uh, we're on the, the... We're, like... We're doing half of one book and then the rest of another. I think so, yeah. Like, Wait, they're leaving out half a book? No, no, no. Because the last season was about a book and a half. And this season oh, is right. a book and a half as well. Because okay. some of the books are split into two. So last season was book three and half of book four. And this is the other half of book four and book five, I think. Right. Or some of okay. book five. <laughs> it gets really confusing. So confused. Right it there. does because they're they're borrowing bits from later on and in the past. Mm. I, I don't know, but yeah. Overall, pretty good. Overall, yeah, still very good. Yeah. I'd just like to see more, more of a a, more a, of a, a yeah. reminder of why we're here. Yeah. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean the the good thing is that they they do show it without breaks in the middle. So for the next nine weeks, you will get some Game of Thrones, and you won't have to wait massively no, long in yeah. between no each season episode. breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Damn those American shows. Um, so yeah cool thank you for listening to Screen Out Loud unfortunately next week's episode will be a few days late due to the release date of The Amazing Spider-Man 2 however you can keep up to date with us on Twitter at SoulBTS and remember for all the latest film reviews game reviews and TV reviews go to RushesMagazine.com